things might get weird. Yeah. Welcome to our life. <laughs> Welcome back to a new episode of the Hewlett House podcast. Morning. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. <laughs> and good night. <laughs> good night. How are you doing, babe? I'm doing great. How are you? Great. New day. Yeah. Excited to have a new day. <laughs> <laughs> Can think of something? Nope. <laughs> Excited to I take on a new exciting adventure for the day. That's right. Let's do this. Got a lot to do today, so this will be it'll be a good one. Let's do it. Should let's we, do it. Should we start with like a good a good news moment? Yeah. Okay, let's Go start there. It. Okay. So found this article and it was talking about seven inmates that they became the first to graduate from Yale. While incarcerated. I saw the headline, but I haven't read the story yet. Go for it. Okay. Let's see. It is cool. I they need the to have. I love that. I just saw idea. the headline. I wish they had Isn't more. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. I wish they had more stuff like that. Good that... for them. It's so sweet. These guys, like, anyway, so sweet. Um, so it says last week, Yale and the University of New Haven hosted a graduation ceremony in a prison where seven men received degrees as part of the Yale Prison Education Initiative. Y P E I. Um, at Dwight Hall at Yale. A news release states that the partnership was formed thanks to the support of a $1.5 million grant from the Andrew W. Mellon Foundation in an effort to provide degrees to incarcerated students and career opportunities after graduation. Not only does this provide second chances, but lowers um, recidivism. What does that mean? Which helps the overall community. I don't know what that means. R-E-C-I-D-I-V-I-S-M. I should have read this before because I don't know what that means. R-E-C-I-D-I-V-I-S-M. Guys, learn along with us. The tendency of a convicted criminal to re-offend. <laughs> I kind of figured that's probably what it was, but yeah, I'd never heard No, it's cool. That. It's cool to hear. I wish we heard more of this, I guess I should say, like... Just, just hearing, be not like I think people need to have second chances, and everybody's got a different story and a different yeah. thing. But there's that guy that does YouTube videos. It's the um, he interviews convicts. Oh and, yeah, 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 yeah. And does these crazy interviews with people. A lot of them are interviews out in L.A. In that man, it's like a famous row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. I don't know. Oh what my that's gosh, called, it's there on yeah. the tip of my tongue. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, underbelly. Something mm. something underbelly. I'm gonna Google it real fast. <laughs> Great white underbelly. We need we need an assistant to Google for us. Assistant. Soft white underbelly. And he interviews, let's see, meth addicts, fentanyl addicts, crack addicts, prostitutes. Um he dealt he interviewed and became friends with that family that I guess the community kind of protects them in West Virginia, which is cool, but they there are a family of inbreds that he's gone out and and mm. interviewed and spent time with and been kind to, and he just interviews people and lets him tell their story. And I think he pays he pays him money. He was on Rogan talking to tell about it. it. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. So people will kind of volunteer and people will volunteer. And Maybe that's just... what we need to do. We need to start paying people to tell us their story. Yeah, we could do that. <laughs> I actually have thought about it. There's platforms you can go to. I'm like, are there any cool like, um, are there any cool musicians or mm-hmm. actors or <laughs> comedians that we can interview. There's actually a few I thought, oh, maybe 
be worth paying a little yeah. bit of money, but that's funny. They should pay us to come on their platform. Oh whatever. Gosh, you know what? Yeah. Just kidding. But what was I saying? He interviews people that have had these rough lives, yeah. and you can kind of you just see the humanity. You know what I mean? You see yeah. the the you see that there's a soul there, and that they some of them like what they do, and they're claim to that's where where they're going to be forever. But there's others I think that you can just see that they've either changed. Some of them have changed, and I think people just deserve if they want to get back into society and can be helpful. And work with the rest of us. We're all human. We all have flaws. So how can we help each other just to kind of circle back around? And well, and this is like work together and not be not be totally shut down because you have a felony on some yeah. dumb drug charge. Well, and that's the thing 18, is this you know? like gives them a step up from when they leave, right? So you think of these people that are like, okay, I'm here for X amount of years, yeah. no progression because I'm just stuck here, mm-hmm. and then I, they're like, be free and start over. You're like, where do I start? What do I do? Yeah. <laughs> but this gives them a place to start, like the next step, right? So yep. I think it's really cool. Way cool. Thanks for sharing yeah. that. Yeah. My, uh, well, yeah. Even my, maybe this is TMI out, but I'm in trouble for this. But I have a my sister, Kayla, who's dealt with drug addiction for a while. We found out she's pregnant and hoping that this might be a chance for her to clean up, we hope. She's yeah. out in Pennsylvania. And, and uh, we don't talk to her very much, but... Anyway. That helps she as well. Yeah. Hopefully that'll be something that can inspire her. Yeah. I was reading kind of on different things about addiction and it talks about, you know, love and big events can kind of change things or programs and I think it, yeah, we kind of talked about that with the Gregory's, I guess, a little bit. Well, and even a new, like, reason on life, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah, her story, she's got some, she's got some wild stories for sure. Yep. But, and it's scary out there, like, sorry to tangent here, but a little rant on, like, fentanyl and how many, I, mm. I read something, was it, like, 100,000 people have died in the past year from fentanyl overdoses or drug really? overdoses? It's nuts. The amount of people that are dying right now is, that's a crisis. Like, that, yeah, no that doubt. is, like, the, that's the saddest thing ever. No and doubt. It's, it's not even fair. Like, it's, it's not even, Yeah. So, anyway, now we just went to bad news. Way to go, Hayden. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Let's do some good news. Yoo-hoo. Good news <laughs> network. We Here we are. <laughs> just kidding. But you know what? People can change. And well, you good know what? News. Okay, and so. to get a degree from Yale, one and a half million for seven people. Did they get a deal? Well. Did Yale help so them out? So, they gave a grant to help. So, I don't know if, I don't know. They got the grant so they could pay for the classes. I'm I went assuming. to. The, I don't think they got any money. I basically went They're to Harvard, not. the Harvard of online schools. So <laughs> I know roughly what so it costs. You know. <laughs> well, Yale's probably freaking expensive. So seven of them. I don't know if that was all just like 1.5 is how much it costs for the seven of them to get it, or if that's them yeah. plus some. Who knows. Harvard or not Harvard? Yale's over by some. I've been out there in Connecticut, and it's a, it's right next to some. There's some. It's an interesting neighborhood over there. <laughs> some ghettos over there for sure. Yeah. You like cross the street. In fact, one lady was really nice. I, I ended up in the ghetto, and I was on the wrong side of the. I don't know what else to call it. Is that okay to call it a ghetto? It sure. was. I grew up in kind of. A, I grew up in a ghetto of American Forks. So take that. <laughs> um, the ghetto of your. Area. Of Utah County. <laughs> By the tracks. It was the eight mile of American Fork. Back off. 
the eight mile? Yeah. Is there like a mile marker there or something? What do you mean? Eminem oh, grew up on oh eight mile. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> a road or whatever. So sorry, didn't catch that. Keep going. But I went down this one way street in the car, and this lady was hanging out outside, and she's like, "Wrong way!" And I realized I was driving the wrong way on a one way street. Oh no! <laughs> I got turned around over by our hotel, and gosh, but it was right next to Yale there. But yeah. Oops. It's interesting little area. Kind of fun, though. They were fun. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like. She saved my life, probably. She probably did. <laughs> um, no, but I, this kind of goes in. We, this episode, happy one year doing this podcast, babe. Feliz Año Nuevo. Oh, my gosh. This month, we released it a year, a ago. year ago. Yeah. Pretty Our wild. first episode. So, today, we kind of wanted to just kind of recap, do some updates on people, maybe... Some of our favorite takeaways from different episodes, but um, this goes along with what you were just saying. You said, where was it? Um, in that final note that you did, which yeah. I recommend to everybody listening to. I re-listened I re- to it again, and I love it. But The final note on what? On the, your faith transition final note. What episode remember, was that, like seven or eight oh, or something? Oh, gosh, probably. Yeah, if anybody listened to any of it, I hope that's one they listened to. So Hayden went, um, if you hadn't listened to it, we talked about his faith transition and different aspects of it. Number eight. But then he um, he just felt like he's like, there are certain things I just want to make sure that I've said. And so he wrote a letter or a journal entry or whatever you want to call it to read out. And in that episode, he said, um, I know good people do bad things and slip. And he said, so, oh, wait, <laughs> you swore. Um, you don't have to swear. And slip up. And then he was like, but that's why I started this freaking podcast. You didn't say freaking. You said the D word. Oh. <laughs> At least I didn't but say the F word. Like, hey, because, winning. Listen, I like, I know as well as everybody else, like, good people can make bad choices or, and you had learned that lesson early in your life that, that people aren't inherently bad. And so you've learned to see people for as good people. And anyway, I thought it was really cool. And that kind of goes along with our good news minute is that good people can do bad things sometimes. And we all need a little more grace, I think. So, yeah, I really liked that. That was one of the things I was like, yep. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. You know. Totally. It's easy to judge and we're all guilty of it, even me and everybody. But yeah. Yeah, as you kind of grow and have these experiences that lead to your beliefs and everything and you you I just I met I met really good people that had really great hearts that had really hard struggles, yeah. addictions and different things and I'm just like, man, that is so hard. Mhm. And yeah. It was good to learn from that and just see, oh, okay. Kind of like what we said. The hu- yeah. Seeing the humanity, seeing the soul, seeing the people. And yeah. I think that that's probably one of the biggest lessons we've learned in all of this, right? And kind of what we're, the message we're trying to portray is that just because we see things differently or because um, certain people make certain, mis- I don't want to call them mistakes, make certain choices that may not um, reflect well or made choices that, we had to learn something from, um, but that doesn't mean, that means sometimes we just make bad choices, not that we're bad people. Yeah. So. Some, some of the most, and I'm not, I know this isn't like a one, I know there's really good people that 
that do amazing things and are just good at the, that don't have issues or addictions or it, or anything, but I, it's, mm-hmm. it's amazing to me how many talented, wonderful, beautiful, awesome, crazy, smart, um, fun, funny people I have met extremely talented with like these, with just really hard addictions mm-hmm. or I don't know, just challenges in their lives that, that came about because of bad decisions that were made, you know? Yeah. And, and I don't know. Yeah, if you believe in the devil, he he likes to work hard on those that could do some good in the world, you know? Yeah. I've had this message come to me lately, too. It's like, just because you make, or you can remake the same choice a lot of times. So it's like, you have, I don't know, let's just even talk about just eating, right? Like, you're trying to eat healthy. Yeah. Let's make it very light here. (laughs) You're trying to eat healthy, but, like, you choose literally every, like, second to eat the fruit or the junk food. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that choice you're making all the time. Yeah. And so every second you can make the choice a good or a bad choice. Yeah. I don't even want to call them bad. I hate that. I don't know. Yeah. You can make one choice that a will better... lead to this result and you can make another choice that will lead to another result. Yeah. And so you just need to choose every second the result that you're looking for. Be extremely intentional. Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, I love that. It's come back to me continually lately. So, yeah, it's funny. I just heard that re- this week, like a day or two ago. Maybe I mentioned that to you, but they were they were talking about being. Um, someone was talking about how in their life, we can we can kind of what you were saying that you can make decisions that that in life and life kind of pulls you along, or, or you yeah. can be purposeful and intentional about it, and it really starts with. It finally hit me that <laughs> that I I'm purposeful with some things in my life mm-hmm. and reactionary. That's the word I'm thinking. Oh, of. reaction. Yeah, yeah. Reactionary yeah. with other parts of my life, and typically I'm reactionary with the people that I love and I'm the closest with, namely our children, and even you and me. From time to time, we get reactionary. Me, I'll say me. You're oh, usually better than me, but. Um, and you just react and yeah, I'll react and yeah. yell or make a comment that's rude or whatever. And then I'm like, then I immediately regret it. And so I'm just, I met, when we were talking to the Gregory's, I kind of mentioned this too, but I, yeah, I'm just trying to just breathe for a minute and think through things and not be, be more unassuming with those I love. And I think if we can do that in the little parts of our lives and be, less reactionary, more intentional, more purposeful with the small things and the, the, with yeah. the people that really matter, then it's even going to be that much easier with the people that, that we would never treat that way because they're kind of strangers or something, which is right, so right, right. silly, right? But Right. Yeah. Or like trying to save face, right? Yeah. The people we're comfortable with are like, they know who I am. And so... I can be a dick. Can... <laughs> <laughs> They'll I forgive me. Some... Kids forgive easy. Yeah. Luckily, you know. No. But that's no excuse that. to be a dick all the time either. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that that's my brother's family motto? Don't be a dick. Yeah. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? That's pretty awesome. Like, I actually really like that. Can I, can we piggyback that? To sure. Make it for us. Yeah. Tattoo it on my forehead. <laughs> I love it. Uh, anyway. So, actually, I'll tattoo it on your forehead. So, so I have the yeah. reminder. Perfect. Not Worth to it. Be, yeah. Worth it. <laughs> Just kidding. Dad, please be nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, you're so funny. You are. You're the funniest. <laughs> no, you are. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> such a dork. You are. 
Okay. <laughs> Sorry, too far. What? <laughs> too many URs. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so I really liked all the Faith Transition episodes myself. Me too. Um, I felt like we got our message across, and it's been nice to hear people, talk to people, um, see how it's impacted various people, or just mainly let them know that they're not alone so that we can help. Yeah. What we want. What's, sorry. <clears throat> and you said on, on your other one, you're like, reach out to us if you feel you do not have anyone. Yeah. Like, please reach out to us. So, and that still stands. So, yeah. In any situation. Sure. Um, because that's what this is all about is just to let everybody know we all go through crap. We're all lovable and are loved and we love you. Yeah. We love you. It was cool this week. I, uh, there's a guy at work that I, we're kind of always busy passing each other in the hallway or running each other and do each other in the bathroom and say hi and stuff. It's, and we've had small talk here and there, but he, uh, it was kind of cool. Two days ago, he, he was just getting in the office. I was walking by him and I'm like, how's it going? He's like, Hey, I, uh, saw your YouTube video. And I go, Oh, uh, which one? Yeah. <laughs> Is this a good or bad thing? Yeah. And he goes, the one on your, with your friends that, that had a, with your mixed faith marriage stuff. And I go, Oh, he goes, I relate com- really well with that. I, I can totally relate with that conversation. Like that, that was cool. And I'm like, Oh, awesome. Thanks for telling me that. Thanks for yeah. sharing that. You know, somebody I didn't even know that well that yeah. saw it. And that is my hope. Right. Yeah. And hopefully we try to keep these episodes in a positive light, even though sometimes it gets, there's hard well, it's things a we discuss. serious but, situation, right? Like and yeah. there are hard things in the situation, but we try and yeah, be positive. Want, totally. And I mostly just cause I want everybody to be able to listen and learn something from it or have a new idea. I don't know yeah. what I'm going to teach people, but at least get a new idea or a new perspective or a new way to look at things because yeah. I, I was so black and white with certain things, especially religion. Yeah. And when that started to change, I'm like, oh, okay, this is, they're, they're still good people, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Just like anything else that, that may not look or believe the same way I do or I have. Or maybe there's people that still believe the way that I did and they're still good people too. Yeah. Duh. So well, yeah. anyway, it yeah. was cool to just see th- those little 10 second, that 10, 20 second conversation was kind of made my day to be honest. But And honestly, that's like our biggest why for doing this is, yeah. is to... Yeah. Let people know. And so things like that are very um, near and dear to our heart because heartwarming. Yeah, because that's why we're doing it. Yeah. I'm I mean, we do want everybody to know the innards of our lives all day. All day. Innards. No. That just sounds I like <laughs> <laughs> But yes. Not necessarily Welcome but to it's our worth lives. it, right? That's it's worth it. So yeah. um yeah, so that was kind of cool that he did that with the Gregory's away. Kind of, I mean, some of these, we kind of want to recap on some of the people that we interviewed. So the Gregory's, that was something beautiful that came from that one. Yeah. Um, something that we learned with the Roberts, which is, um, you know, our, one of the great takeaways that I had was that um, people like, okay, how do I explain this? How did they do it? So it beliefs exist. That's what, he, that's what he said. With right? the Roberts? When the Roberts are talking, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Kyle has this theory. Well, I don't know if it's his theory or if it's from all the books he reads. He's very smart. Yeah. But, 
He's um, basically a self-read psychologist. He's so great. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, beliefs exist. Like, if I have this interaction with you and you're feeling like, like the other day we were watching The Modern Family and you're like, there was this lady that said that she's always right. And you jokingly to the kids are like, who's that? Who's that? <laughs> who's that sound like? And you were referring to me. Oh, was I? <laughs> so th- <laughs> Whoa. Wait. Oh. Hold on. <laughs> weird. Didn't know you were listening. Sorry. We, we talked teasing. about this. I'm working on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did they laugh? Did beliefs- they agree? Or what did they say? I can't even remember now. Were they I like, no, know. Dad, that's you? I don't know. I can't remember. Because I was like, they're probably I just remember confused. thinking, I'm like, okay, so that's a belief that you have that exists, right? Maybe because I told you that I actually kind of feel like so. Oh yeah, we have talked about this. Yeah, you're right. So I wasn't But there is a belief teasing, there. Yeah. And for me to and for us to be able to change the um oh the feel or change the what? To seek like a change experience. so the experience of like you don't feel like I always feel like I'm right. Then we have to have new experiences. We have to. In your dig defense, into it. you usually are right. <laughs> okay, it doesn't even pay me to say that anymore. It's just facts in our lives. But when I am right, I make sure everybody knows it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I don't have to do that. Yeah, you usually you're, cover. You're usually right. You usually cover around it like, oh yeah, you're right. I relate so much. I feel like with <laughs> Phil Dunphy on Modern Family. If you haven't watched Modern Family, it's one of the best TV we series out there. It's so for great. Hayden for Father's Day. That's what he wanted to do. We just sat and watched. Yeah, must have watched hours. twenty episodes. Yeah, hours of family of, of Modern, Modern family. family. Yeah, they're just so relatable and so funny. He's a realtor. Yeah. He goofball. He's nicer though than I am, but he's like he's like plays good cop bad cop with his wife. They're always anyway. It's hilarious. So Him and good. his son Luke are they do well Fantastic. together. Fantastic. Yeah. Anyway, so um, beliefs are created whether you mean them to be created or not. You can have experiences with people, and then they can have a belief about you yeah. based upon that experience with them, and it's not right or wrong. It's just their belief. Uh, but in order to change the belief. We need to have new experiences, so you need, um, like, we need to prove it wrong, Yeah, I guess. We need to recreate the experience and make it a better one. So, yeah, I really appreciated that because that's something that I thought, because I'm not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but that does it doesn't matter if I'm wrong or right. I yeah. need to recreate the situation so that everybody is comfortable or everybody, not, I don't even want to say comfortable, but everybody feels safe. Yeah. Period. Yeah, it's it's uh it's interesting to look back at it ourselves and go, okay, where have I screwed up? Yeah. And how can I make that right? And really, it's giving, it's proving that you can be better or do better. Yeah. And it's usually over time that that trust or or new belief can come into existence, right? So yeah. it's kind of this like constant game of trust, and I feel like that's where we're kind of at with things, like where I don't know. Just trying, life has changed for us, I guess. And so there's been different experiences that we've had to have. And and so it's kind of like, I think in some things we're like, how do they look at this? Yeah. Even like with my perception of God, even let's just say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how I'm viewing the him and our experience here and where we go and just kind of analyzing all that on my own mm-hmm. is kind of interesting. But um, I don't know, I guess what I'm kind of going here is like, but I think I have to prove to you, to you through experience that when I say I'm... I'm still me, 
I, mm-hmm. I kind of need to continue to show that, I guess, who you expect okay. me to be. Does that make sense? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I'm off here. But it's kind of like when we talked with the Gregories about, about you know, when you have the church, you have, you kind of have an outline of like yeah, what yeah, you yeah. should and shouldn't do. And now that I don't have that outline. Well, the way that things will plan, play yeah, out. Totally. Yeah, you even have well. that. Yeah. And it does provide a lot of structure. And so when you pull that out, it's, you got to kind of build in your own and you, and I got a little lost, frankly, like I really did. And, and so it's kind of building that back up and saying, okay, here's what I, here's what I love and appreciate and enjoy. And this is what I believe and how I act. And, and, you know, is, are you okay with that? And am I okay with that? And, you know, and I think you have to, right. Because you had this belief and it's deconstructed. So now you have to say, okay, well, Start from the bottom again. Yeah. <laughs> Are these my same values? Yeah. What experiences have I had? Because we're learning again. Yeah. In my experience, is this a good or bad thing? What about this? What about this? What about this? What about this? You know what I mean? And sometimes you have to like experience those things yep. to know whether it's good or bad. Yeah. Right? Um. So, yeah, it, it makes total sense that you would have to do that. Yeah. And even now it's still a little scary because it's like, okay, like hopefully I don't change. I got to be true to me and then true to you. Yeah. And hopefully who I'm being true to myself with (laughs) is okay with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And kind of as we grow and learn and evolve and anyway, I also had a friend years ago tell me that he thinks that he read or heard or something that I don't know how true this is. So here's just, it was just this conversation that we had, but he's like, I've heard that, that couples change every three years that we oh, kind yeah. of evolve and adapt and, yeah. and we change a little and we get I these. That's fair. Yeah. And I'm, I'm kind of like, you know what? That really does make sense a little bit, you know? Well, because you're having new experiences <clears throat> and three yeah. years is a good enough time for certain experiences to have to be like, Oh, that changed the way I see that. Sure, yeah. You know? Right. I think it t- makes total sense. And you haven't experienced certain things in your life. Like, I've never been a parent of a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's, and so, give me three years, and then I might have a different totally. view on parenting teenagers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it makes sense that that would happen. I heard some pastor on an Instagram reel saying, if you're not a parent, don't tell... He's like, I will scream if you tell me how to parent. And if you tell me, how, if you're a woman and tell me how to be a father, I will scream. <laughs> he's like, I don't tell you how to have a baby, how to give birth. So <laughs> like, oh, he's like, this is going to get famous on TikTok. I'm like, yep, well, guess sure what? Sure did. <laughs> I actually had a, this is random too, but I had a, an interesting conversation um, this week with a woman who she, she was working our, at our parade house in the garage there. Yeah. And she was telling me how she's been divorced for over 20 years and that she, her and her husband went and saw a counselor. Yeah. And she, she said to me that her therapist made a comment to her because t- we were talking about us and how we met in high school. We were yeah. high school sweethearts and all that. And she goes, my therapist made the comment to me that there is something more there than people realize with people that are high school sweethearts that end up getting married. There's something with like with their – there's something strong about their relationship and their love. And I go, well, what do you think he meant by that? And mm-hmm. she goes, they're just, she goes, I, I kind of took it as there's, I think when you're young and you fall in love, you're so just raw in who you are yeah, and so innocent that there's a kind of this love there that, and then you kind of grow together. And I'm like, oh, I could kind of see that, you know? And, and, uh, 
yeah, it was kind of cool. I, you know, there's things I wish I would have done better for sure. And, but, um, anyway, I just thought that was cool because the, the day before that I was talking to my mom about an aunt of mine that lost her husband mm-hmm. and she had made the comment that she, that if she, um, were to remarry, were to remarry or date, it would kind of have to be divine intervention, but also that it, she would almost prefer it to be with someone that she knew years ago. Yeah. And I go, that's so true. How do you know who somebody's been for 50 years of their life or mm-hmm. whatever, you know? Can and, you see their character from before and see where they're at now and kind of yeah. do judgment based upon a middle, you know? <laughs> yeah. And this lady had told me who I was talking to in the garage, she told me that th- she, the reason I even remember that conversation was because she told me that she wished that too. She's like, I wish mm. I could just kind of meet somebody. And I go, my mom just said that about my aunt yeah. last night, you know? And she's like, he just, I guess her, one of her, her husband just wasn't very upfront about a bunch of things. And then mm. she, she tried dating after that. And that guy wasn't, she, they yeah. dated for like a year and he wasn't really upfront with a bunch of things. And an ex-wife reached out to her and said, make sure you're aware of this, this, and this. Mm. And she confronted him and he admitted it. And, even though he had lied about it for yeah for the, <laughs> the year. whole year yeah Gosh. so she's just like i'm like i'm good being single and i'm like man that's if you find happiness in that that's that's fine and i think it's probably a struggle it's probably a blessing and a curse to be single you know yeah but i'm definitely happier to have you guys around even though i joke about you know when you leave on vacation it's kind of nice for a few days but it does get once it's too quiet for too long you're kind of like man where's the yeah I don't get to yell at anybody for bouncing the ball in the house or anything, yeah. you know. I took my dad out to lunch for Father's Day. Yeah. And we were talking about it. I was uh, anyway, about like I'm like, yeah, he didn't likes to have a quiet house for a period of time and <laughs> and because he was saying he my mom and my sister were gone. <laughs> this is how it came out. <laughs> my mom and sister were gone and I was like, Is the house really quiet? And he's like, Yeah, it's so quiet, I hate it. And I said I'm the same way, but we also had a house like literally full of people and it was never quiet. So for us, it was like never quiet. It's uncomfortable if it is quiet. That means that you're just like alone or whatever. Right. But for you, you're like, I just need a time to relax and peace. And I don't think that it's bad. I don't think either one is bad. Honestly, I don't. Yeah. We all need a break. Even our kids. Yeah. I know. Well, even for me, I'm like. (laughs) <laughs> this is where this is my comfortability, right? Because I'm yeah. like, I can't wait. I'm going out to my niece's wedding, um, just by myself. I'm flying with my brother and sister in law, but but no, like kids or you or whatever. And I'm like, I can't wait to just sit on the plane and read my book. <laughs> yeah. I just sit there and just not think for a minute, you know. Yeah. Well, what's and funny? So, so my... I get it, but I also am like, that's my comfort zone. Is like surrounded by a whole bunch of people. But alone, <laughs> yeah. it, you know. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I actually started thinking about a month ago. Should I should I just go out there with you and we'll try to get a babysitter or something? And, and I asked you, and you go, "I'll just go alone. I'll be fine." It's just so gonna I'm be like, easier. You know what? Good. And I didn't get that. I'm like, "Good <laughs> for you. I get it. I I understand." So yeah. At this point, I was fun. like trying to find to... all of my babysitters are pretty much going and your mom. Oh yeah. She'll be gone as too. Well, as well. Yeah. And so I'm just like a, the headache of trying to make it work now mm-hmm. and B sometimes it's just nice. Like situations like this. Um, it's nice to just go because I know I, I like to help and I like to be 
there to do whatever I need to do. And so for me, I'm like, let me just go so that I can go and do whatever I need to do and not have to worry about anybody, right? Yeah. Other than like the tasks at hand or what we're supposed to be doing. So at that point, I was just had it in my head. I was like, nope, it'll be good because then I can just go and buckle down, right? And I don't have to worry about you back at the hotel or wherever, you know, or Maddie because Maddie's like, oh, I want to go. And I'm like, you guys would both be really good help. But also because I'm part of the wedding party, I'm like, I just don't want to have to worry that you're okay. I don't know. I know you'd be okay, but you know what I mean? Yeah. The brain power of it all. Sure. So anyway, it was more of a mental, nope. And you're (laughs) going to go be the matron of honor? Yes. Which I didn't even know there was such a thing. I didn't either. I'm really excited. Yeah, it's cute. So sweet of her to. Yeah, that is sweet. Lexi's mom passed away from cancer about a year and a half ago. Yeah. And Jess is going to go be her replacement. Well, I don't want to call it a replacement. Sorry. Uh, Just a matron of honor. Just an older... You're the old. I'm the old, the old bright. hot lady on the stand <laughs> there by her. That was a, like, the old motherly support. Of, like, I don't want to not like, replace. Sorry, but like, you get what I'm saying. You yeah, get to go yeah. be a fill in for. I get to go Jesse. Help. Yep. Be a. That's sweet. Older support. I don't know. Anyway, I can't <laughs> talk about it. I'm gonna cry. Um, okay, so let's talk about. Let's do like an update on some of the people that we did closer to the beginning of. I'm glad the podcast. Yeah, I'm glad you brought this one up because I feel like I've needed to. I still fight with Clay all the time about politics. We don't fight. We oh, actually, yeah. <laughs> we really do. I think agree on more on the principles, but we always argue again about the person that that, that we would vote for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and even me lately. Um, so Clay, sorry to 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 help Clay out here. He claims that he's independent now, not a Democrat, because they've gotten too crazy. Sorry okay. to out you, Clay. So there it is. They've gotten a little wild, and I, frankly, I think most people would agree with that. It's freaking sure. nuts out there. But um, what's funny is that I need to study him and research him some more. But this, his voice is raspy. He has some voice issues. But I've been listening to this Robert F. Kennedy guy for a while, and then he did a really cool episode on Joe Rogan last week. And if you haven't listened to that, people, that's an interesting one. Yeah. But um, he's running for president. His uncle was John F. Kennedy. So his name is Robert Robert Kennedy Jr., I think. And his uncle was John Kennedy. I think his dad – I need to go read on that. I don't know if his dad was assassinated too or if he just passed. But I feel like there was, there was some wild stuff in his family, and he kind of talks about some of that. But um, anyway, so yeah, Clay, uh, we should maybe one day have him back on, but we'll uh, – He made a comment a I was going to bring up. Um, he made a comment about how politics is just – it's just our opinion. It's just people's opinion. Yeah. It's not necessarily anything hard. And I remember in their episode talking about how um, they're like, bring me three reputable sources on the facts that you have. <clears throat> because majority of the time of like, as far as politics go or issues in politics um, or things that people are like, are mainly just rumors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so he's like, bring me three credible sources before you come to me with this issue. Yeah. Right. The problem. And I love that. Yeah. It's great. But the problem is the three sources he would go get were all owned by the same damn media company. <laughs> so I'm like, well, dude, no. this is the biggest yeah, crock yeah, yeah. of crap ever. Cause it's freaking, if all you go same. to CNN and LA times and 
all these liberal media outlets, you're going to get the same story three times. And it was, for a minute there, he was def- defending Kamala Harris, and I don't think anybody is going to defend her right now. And I'm sorry if you like her, <laughs> but um, I don't even. She doesn't even really say anything. We don't hear from her even. So there you go. Yeah, but what's true. funny is that I told him I like this. I kind of dig in this Robert F. Kennedy guy or this yeah. Robert Kennedy Jr. guy, and um, he's freaking a Democrat. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm saying I need to go study and research him because yeah. I like guns and stuff. Yeah. And he and I don't like abortion. and Yeah. I go yeah. back. The, in that episode, he said a website to go to, and it says which side you actually oh, yeah. lean most on. Yeah. He's like, you'd be surprised at how one way you are over the other. Like, you think you're staunch Republican. Yeah, sure. Go check it out. Go answer the questions, you know. Mine so came out as a constitutional Oh, yeah. Constitution person. Anyway, so I, I, go check that out. But I'm also Give it a free go. agency. We don't have to get on all my stuff, but I'm just, it's interesting because yeah. I think everybody has, should deserve the chance to choose what they want to do in their lives with themselves, but yeah, it's, it's a, yeah. But the big to do, the big update is Clay is now independent. Allegedly. There you go. <laughs> okay. And then, um, love you, Clay. Last one. We do love you, Clay. <laughs> The last one people we wanted to update on, and yeah. we do want to have them come back and do a full episode, um, are the Albert girls. They are the ones with the severe food allergies. Uh, Mandy, my cousin, yeah. is their mom. And she, I was asking her, I said, okay, so give me just like a brief update on how we're doing, because they're in this program to, um, they call it graduating out of having these food allergies. Um, the program is it's exposure therapy, but like, I mean, we're talking micrograms of things. They start so low. They, um, uh, anyway, there's way more information on our other podcasts about how it works. Yeah. But, um, so they've gone through this and where each of these girls used to have, 10 plus food allergies, some of them the same, some of them different, the two girls. Um, She's saying some of the biggest ones that they have um, overcome because of this program recently, we talked about on there that they were starting to work through coconut, which coconut is huge, especially because everybody these days want to use it as a replacement, like a healthy replacement oil. Um, they put it in all sorts of lotions and everything. So that one was a huge one. Um, and we did talk about that on the last episode, but she said a new one is soy on the last episode with them. Yeah. With them, we talked about the coconut and stuff and which is number, which 12. is nice because yeah, yeah. it's nice because then they can, um, do like coconut milk. They can do coconut, um, cream they made a ton of progress yeah for anyway um and there's coconut ice creams and stuff like that well she was saying too though um that they've graduated to cross-contamination they they can have cross-contamination with dairy stuff Mm. so she was saying that the struggle before was they couldn't go to an ice cream shop not because they didn't have allergy-free options but because of the cross-contamination yeah. with the allergy of the dairy on the same line as crazy man the, the stuff coconut about right yeah. yeah so she's saying now the cross-contamination of the milk is actually the is huge yeah. and she's like i can have my kids she's like i'm not i'm still not super comfortable with this she's like i asked a million questions when he told me that we graduated from that cross- cross-contamination portion of it yeah but he's like 
um, she said she can have the kids sit next to the other kids that are eating ice cream at the birthday party or her cousins that are eating a bowl of cereal with cow's milk in it. Yeah. She can sit, she can sit next to them. She can be in the vicinity, you know, or Mm -hmm. they can be in the vicinity of them. Like that's mind blowing. Right. Like it's crazy that they couldn't even be that close because of cross contamination. So it was so separate. Anyway, yeah. So if you've ever had, huge. if you've ever been, the, I kind of mentioned this before, but I was always like, food allergies, like just get over it, whatever. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or why are you put like? I remember you take making the extra effort to do certain Halloween candies for kids, and even though yeah. it's pretty rare that we would get a kid with food yeah, allergies or whatever, but but at least I'm like, man, what is she doing? And I'm like, that's she's really going above and beyond. And then I went to, when I talked to them, that they can't sit by their friends that are yeah. eating certain foods or the the restaurant story that she told us where they asked, Hey, what's in here? Okay. And then she ate it and they had to rush to the emergency yeah. room. And she said she asked three times what yeah. was in it. And it, and, and it she can't feels be like... bad cause she's asking the question so many times and doesn't want to annoy people, but it's sometimes you got to get out of the house too. And anyway, these little kids is, are the ones you really feel sorry for yeah. too, is not, you know, their little, the little parties that they might have to miss or can't, participate in fully because they're just it gets kind of sad you know yeah yeah well and <laughs> so that's she's awesome like, that they're to that point she's so like hypersensitive to it with these girls we talked about how she would like offer to make all of the cupcakes for the whole party yeah at their friend's birthday party yeah <laughs> you know what I mean? just so their kids I'm can like, go and oh. enjoy yeah <laughs> i know she's that's awesome a lot, but she's just like but then there's it's a safe and b the girls don't feel like they're different every single time they go somewhere right Mm -hmm. and they don't have to be scared which is like the biggest thing that makes me very emotional yeah that they have to like like talk about the emotional ish uh, damage that it's causing for the food allergies not let alone the physical yeah right and so that i'm like oh my gosh like it breaks my heart um, emotional damage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so anyway, so that's we'll, so good. Uh, we'll, we'll have them come on and tell the full spectrum. Um, so are they fully graduated she, from everything or from no, that? From dairy things, for now? Well, not dairy. dairy. Or sorry, coconut. Coconut and soy, which are soy. huge because they're in everything. Yeah. And um, anyway, and yeah, cool. everything. Um, and I was talking to her about the ripple effect. It's like, you don't realize, okay, it's soy, but then soy's in this and this and this, or like mustard is in, she said, even that mustard is in, um, they'll list it as, and spices. And you're just like, what spices? And she's like, it's just a, listed as a generic spice. So you'd have to, she has to call and ask him what spices are in it or like, what are the specific spices? It's a whole mess. So these things, it's like, yeah, they have graduated soy, but that opens up a whole new world, right? Or they graduated um, just the cross contamination yeah. of milk opens a whole new world. Like they went to Disneyland and they finally were able to get a treat at Disneyland. Mm. Uh, they were able to get the Dole Whips. Um, anyway, I can't. We can't. We gotta get off this. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. <laughs> but anyway, no, it's things cute. are progressing it's awesome. and it's amazing and um, it's life changing. Yeah. For them. And so we're going to, when they, she said that they're hoping that they will be, um, I think at least Addie should be fully graduated with all of them and she'd just be on maintenance, which means she continually like gives herself 
they call it her medicine or her maintenance medicine where she'll take all of these things that she's been allergic to, like small doses of them each day so that her body doesn't revert back. Because it can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway, so she's hoping that she'll be fully graduated by the end of the year. So hopefully we'll be able to have them on and chat it all out about the whole program and how it went. So. I just don't want to forget there. She has a website called food allergy resource alliance.com. Yeah. And then they're on Instagram under that same name. So yeah. food allergy resource Alliance. So awesome. That's her website and her Instagram. She's amazing. Yeah. She is amazing. The most compassionate person Super. I've ever met. Yeah. That, that was, I learned a lot in those episodes. It was really cool. Yeah. So learn a little empathy and a little more compassion and love and patience. And yeah. Well, and it's like understanding, holy cow. I, you just right? don't realize like the work they have to go through. Yeah. And it's like, like you said, <laughs> she's not doing it to be annoying. And the parents <laughs> with any kids with any sort of disability and the amount yeah. of work it probably, that it is, you know. The, the things they go through that we have no idea about. And yeah. we're really blessed and lucky to just have kids. We have to yell out once in a while for the most part. <laughs> yep. So anyway, those are kind of some of the recaps of the last year's grateful to be on this ride, babe. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. I love doing this with you. You're awesome. Me too. You're awesome. Thanks for those that have joined us on the journey. Yeah, thanks for riding along with us. It's fun. Yeah, we appreciate you. Our cute mm-hmm. little podcast. <laughs> little being the key word. We love it, though. Yeah, it's fun. So, but if you don't want it to be little, if you like what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead and go share an episode. Maybe tell, give it a review online. I don't know. My mom didn't have uh, oh, yeah. her app. She used um, Spotify, so she opened uh she the opened iTunes. up the iTunes. I shared it with her and showed her how to download podcasts because she's going on a big, long overseas trip. And she's like, how do I do this? And I go, oh, do you want to rate and review us <laughs> while you're on there? One more. One Shit more on shame. Apple. <laughs> I think we're at 19 so far. So Winning. let's do more, everybody. <laughs> no, we just right. we just love being here. I want to spread love. Spread love. Talk shiznit. <laughs> you can't be serious for like five seconds, can you? Yes, I can. <laughs> I'm being super serious right now. Anyway, we just we just love you. We love doing this and love trying to create understanding mainly. Just seek first to understand, right? Yeah, I had to remind you of that. I know. You actually did. Literally, you said that <laughs> this morning. <laughs> the irony. I, I think it was because it was on my mind because of our thinking about our conversation today, yeah. I think I listened to one of our episodes where you you said that from the Seven Habits book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's my mantra. Yeah. You're uh, awesome. Yeah. Well, I love you. I love you most. You good with that? Yeah.